Hello and welcome. This is Nick's Nerd News, live from sunny San Diego, California. And now we go to your host, Nick. Welcome back, everyone. We've uh, officially made it to week six. And uh, this week's going to be pretty different from every episode we've had before. And it's going to be mostly E3. Um, if we have some time at the end, I'll, I'll talk about some other news that happened, but probably going to save that mostly for next week. But this week's episode is going to be 100% geared towards E3, my reactions to every press conference, my reactions to some of the games that were announced. Obviously, I was wrong on some of my predictions the week before. Talk about some of the things that weren't shown off or mentioned at all. And uh, we'll kind of talk about how hyped I am for the, the coming year in games. But... Before we really dive in, let's kind of talk about the week leading up to E3. We still had a couple game announcements before E3 officially kicked off on on Sunday. And uh, part of that, uh, Hitman 2 was officially announced. Um, It's not going to be episodic like the first one. It's going to be published by Warner Brothers since IO Interactive split with Square Enix last year. The game looks amazing. Just like the last one did, the Hitman games have always been been beautiful games. They're very fun to play, very stealth oriented. Uh, I do like that there was always a you could always try and find different paths to take, so you weren't always pushed in one direction to to carry out an assassination. And and granted, there weren't hundreds upon hundreds of different variations, but there was enough to have multiple variations to not have the same playthrough all the time. We also had Dead or Alive 6 announced, and I've always been a fan of the Dead or Alive fighting games. Uh, I'm a big fighting game guy, even though I'm not great at them. But uh, I have a big history with Dead or Alive because the the first game I ever got on my Xbox 360 just happened to be Dead or Alive 4. That game was really fun. It had, um, it had a Spartan, uh, Kelly458, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, I mean, granted, she didn't really have her own fighting style. It was similar to some of the other characters in the game, but Dead or Alive 4 has, has always been... The Dead or Alive series has always been a interesting and big Xbox franchise, uh, at least compared to, like, Tekken, things like that. Uh, Soul Calibur 6 was announced as well. A huge fan of the Soul Calibur games. It's They're fun because it, it's uh, fighting. You get the weapons as well, and it's not like... Mortal Kombat, but it, it's it's um, similar to Tekken because it's got similar characters. Yoshimitsu's been a staple. Uh, Heihachi from Tekken's also been in it, things like that. So I'm excited for that. But the thing I'm stuck about in the new Soul Calibur is you actually get to play as Geralt from The Witcher. So that that's going to be real interesting. Uh, they've always had a history of guest characters. You know, they they had Darth Vader, Yoda, Star Killer, things like that. But uh, no, that that was interesting. Uh, Bungie also announced the year two stuff for Destiny 2, so that's interesting. Um, got some more news on that this week, so we'll, we'll get to that when we talk about Sony. And speaking of Sony, they announced some, some new games last week as well, one of which being a new Tetris game. And what really threw me off is they have the potential. So it's, an, it's a new Tetris game, and they, they have this like techno song on it. But they don't have like a techno updated song of the original like song from Tetris, which was like a cool Russian beat. And like they had so much fucking potential to to turn it into like this awesome techno dance house beat with that song from Tetris. But they didn't. 
and they had some song that just didn't fucking work at all. Like, that's the only thing that stuck in my head from that trailer. It was like, cool, new Tetris, but where's that awesome song that came with Tetris? Like, what's that about? Whatever. I I don't care. That's bullshit anyway. You know, we also had some news on on Red Dead, which surprisingly was a no-show completely at E3 so far this week at all the major press press conferences. But we had an announcement on some of the new, uh, some of the pre-order options. GameStop has this awesome $200 bundle that kind of comes with a chest with a lot of collectibles in it, plus the game. So that's going to be interesting to get. And um, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 got an official announcement, or release date, I should say. Uh, We'll talk more about that as as we get to the conferences. And um, yeah, I mean, that was that kind of summed up pre-E3. Granted, EA's conference was on Saturday, which was also pre-E3, and, and, and we're kind of going to move into that. But no, the, 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 the pre-hype was justified. There were some good announcements, good things that came out of that. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. So let, let's start with EA. And the biggest news to come out of that was, of course, uh, a new trailer for Anthem, their new shared world shooter. And this game from Bioware, uh, the probably one of the greatest game studios in history N- not even like putting on there that that's just a fact fight me if you disagree because they gave us mass effect and knights of the old republic and some other great games but like those two right there like you you can't even compete with that so just so just don't but we got a lot of cool stuff from anthem and we finally got some new gameplay uh like we did last year but this game is is shaping up to be fucking amazing if you ask me and i was reading a lot of articles um kotaku and ign both pointed out how easy and fun it is to move around in this game with the i can't think of what what they're calling the mechs right now but like those mech suits those those exterior external suits you get to wear uh they'll have like different classes so like they were saying you can level up your character and then you can play in a different like mech suit all the time and kind of um, level those up as well, which is pretty fucking cool. Like that, that offers so much replayability post launch, things like that. So that, that should be fun. I'm sure they're going to support it for a long time. And, uh, no man, those guys at Bioware, they know how to create worlds, come up with things that, that are nuts. But other than that, that was probably the only like major thing to come out of the EA press conference. They, they kind of showed off Battlefield 5, which we know about, and FIFA and Madden and and a new NBA NBA Live trailer, but unfortunately we didn't get a new skate announcement. I know everyone had been talking about that up 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 to before E3 and we're really hoping about it. And I mean, yeah, we got an announcement for a new Star Wars game from Respawn, but like that's it. Just that it's called Jedi Fallen Order and that it takes place between episode 3 and 4 and that's it. Like, they've been working on it for a couple of years. They really got nothing to show. All right, come on. You need to repair the damage that, that happened after the fallout from Battlefront 2. And, I mean, they kind of did that with announcing the the Clone Wars expansion for, for Battlefront 2. But EA really needs to do something with the Star Wars license because they're, they're kind of just sitting on it and... They canceled a game and it closed the studio over it, so there, there needs to be something. You know, I had expected an announcement for Titanfall 3, and I guess 
when Vince Sampella was tweeting last week, he was referring to the re- reveal of Jedi Fallen Order. But I mean, you really can't call it a, you can't really call it a, a reveal because, or it, it's just an announcement. And I guess EA said it's going to be an original Star Wars story around a surviving Padawan set shortly after the events of Star Wars Episode Three. So is this Jedi Knight, Jedi Order a remake? I, I don't know. Whatever. They announced Unravel 2. Cool. Uh, sea of Solitude looks interesting. But, uh, I mean, when it comes to indies, it's hit or miss with me. The biggest thing that, that really fucking pissed me off about EA's press conference, and I and again, it was still kind of boring, but um, they, they announced a new Command & Conquer game. But not that kind of Command & Conquer game. It's a mobile game. And that's really fucking stupid. Command & Conquer used to be the premier RTS game series. Game, like, a- a- anything for RTS, like, you look to Command & Conquer for the best. And I grew up playing Tiberian Sun, Red Alert, things like that. Like, Red Alert 2 and the expansion Yuri's Revenge is probably... I've probably put more time into that game than any other game I've ever owned. Because that's how much fun I had playing those different games. And the thing that that pissed me off is that EA closed Westwood Studios, the makers of Command & Conquer. They m- kind of moved it over to EA, EA LA, and it just kind of went nowhere. Command & Conquer 4 was um, was okay. Red Alert 3 was mediocre at best. And it's like you have this great RTS series at your fingertips and you're going to waste it on a mobile game? Like, you know, RTSs are, are having a small resurgence lately. You had Halo Wars 2 last year. Microsoft is doubling down and pretty much doing a, a re-release of the original three uh, Age of Empires and Age of Empires 4 is coming. You know, you had the release of Jurassic Park Evolution this week. Like, RTSs are making a bit of a mini comeback. And an EA is just going to waste it on a fucking mobile game. A game that has a ton of... A series that has a ton of history and dedicated fans. It's like EA makes decisions to make people happy. And then on the next step, they do shit that, like, pisses off the community. And it's like, EA, you get voted worst company in America, like, on a yearly basis. Why don't you try doing something that makes people happy? Yeah, you do something for a quick minute, and then you turn your back and piss everyone off again. Like, like, go fuck yourselves, almost. I mean, I'm still gonna play some of your games, but at the same time, like, do shit that makes people happy. Come out with a new Command & Conquer. Hopefully this is to gauge interest, and uh, I saw today the downvotes on the trailer for it on YouTube. It's like 79,000 to, like, a couple hundred upvotes. Like, please take note, EA, and please understand that you need to make a new Command & Conquer that will make everyone happy. But hey, you know, they can't please everyone. Uh, now let's move on to the next conference, which officially kind of kicked off E3, and that was Microsoft on Sunday. And wow, oh wow, oh wow. Probably one of their biggest conferences in years. Uh, and it was like 98% games and very little talking. And of course, you know, I said they would make an announcement per Halo more than likely, and they did. And what they showed off was a an announcement trailer for Halo Infinite, which was 
they didn't really say anything at all to begin with about it other than like oh hey coming soon but the main purpose was to show off their new engine the slip space engine which is kind of rooted in halo war because that's what what it's called when you go faster than light in 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 the halo world um in halo lore i should say and uh that engine looks amazing just based off that trailer but what we got to seeing was a couple hints at it then some marines and then master chief's helmet and then classic halo music which uh i saw in another video was pointed out by um hidden xperia who's a really great halo youtube channel check it out if you're really into halo he's got a lot of great videos goes deep dives into the lore and what he pointed out what i realized later was holy shit that music's from halo 3 and chief is wearing his armor from well at least based off the helmet it looks like the halo 2 helmet but just updated and and things like that so you know after the backlash of halo 5 which we'll we'll get to one day um people wanted a more chief focused story and they kind of did that with this trailer it is on a halo ring but they didn't really talk about it people didn't know if it was a reboot or if it was a sequel to 5 luckily they came out later and said this is continuing the saga this is chief story post halo 5 so it is technically halo 6 um it looks like uh halo's dropping numbers so i, I i'm really excited I, I i hope some more news comes out i i hope this comes out for the current gen um i really hope it doesn't get per- pushed to next gen that would that would be unfortunate and no i'm, I'm stoked and I, i'm uh, halo's probably a, one of my one game i will always play and uh, we, we will have a halo focused episode coming up soon just to talk about it and my history with it things like that so we'll do that uh they showed off more of the new ori ori and the will of the wisps which is, which is a sequel to Ho- ori and the blind forest which was a big hit indie hit that game's okay platformers are cool i, I maybe i'll get it I've, I've always wanted to play the original ori i think i have it via uh, games with gold so I'll, I'll definitely check that before the second one comes out i have plenty of time it's coming in 2019 and probably one of the biggest surprises from the xbox conference was the was the re- uh trailer for uh sekiro shadows die twice which is like a ninja um samurai game from the makers of dark souls from software and what i was really surprised about was first off that it was on the xbox stage like that's way crazy because those games have always been pro uh pro sony so it was insane to see that and this game has me like i've never been hyped on any of the dark souls games or even bloodborne they never really picked my piqued my interest but this fucking game does first off the dude's got like a bone arm with like rope in it that you can use to like latch on to shit and I'm super into, like, anything with a samurai, like, I, I want to play. I want to fucking play. I want to run around with a katana and just slice shit up. And um, that I can't fucking wait for. So I'm stoked on that. Like, I went down to GameStop the next day. Granted, I pre-ordered a lot of other games. But I was like, uh, I'm fucking pre-ordering this game. For the first time, I'm interested in a uh, From Software game. Todd Howard came out, talked about Fallout 76. It is going to be an online survival RPG. And um, looks interesting. 
I, I've never really been into Fallout, so uh, my friend is, is... I have a couple friends that are really into it, so if they get it, maybe I'll have them on, talk about it, things like that, because I know people want to know about Fallout. So um, I'll, I'll definitely try and get someone on to, to talk about that when that game comes out. Surprisingly, it is coming out this year, not long after Red Dead, and kind of shocked that they're going to go head-to-head with them. Because those, those are two heavy-hitting franchises. And even if Call of Duty was scared of, of Red Dead, I'm surprised that, that Fallout isn't. A new game from the Life is Strange universe, which is a kind of story, episodic game. This one's called The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. That's cool. And uh, we got a new trailer for Crackdown 3. Unfortunately, Crackdown was delayed into to February of 2019, um, which is turning out to be Battle Royale for video games that month. But anyway, what I'm stoked about is that while Terry Crews was in the trailer for Crackdown 3 last year, they've officially made him like the main star of the game, which I don't know why that wasn't a thing before, but now I'm like a hundred times more interested in a game that I was already pretty interested in just for the fact that Terry Crews is in it. Because I fucking love Terry Crews. He's amazing. He has great energy in everything he does. And just like... I, I don't even know. Like, it's just Terry Crews in a video game. And an over-the-top over one, which is Crackdown. Which is probably the perfect place for him to be in a video game. Like, hands down, the perfect place. We got a new trailer for the new Metro game. Which... I, I don't know how I feel about this game yet. I have the first two. I've started playing the first the the first one, Metro 2033. Game's fucking hard as shit. And, you know, I, I do want to beat both of them because I know they're really good games. And, unfortunately, Metro Exodus is coming out on the same day as Anthem. So, that's probably going to have to take a back seat. And I'll get that in the future, hopefully. First, got to beat the first two. Really surprising, we got a Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer on the Xbox stage. Kingdom Hearts was always a PlayStation exclusive. Then it kind of floated around when went to DS and Game Boy and some other shit. Kingdom Hearts 3 will be on both Xbox One and PS4. We also got confirmation that uh, it will have a Frozen World, which is really cool. At least that's from the um, from the Xbox stage. We'll talk about more on, on the Sony stage when we get there. So that that's really cool that it's got Frozen. And then probably another unex... Um, excuse me, very expected announcement, was Forza Horizon 4. However, unlike what all the leaks were suspecting, instead of taking place in Japan, it's actually taking place in the UK. It will have, it will be a full shared world, and it will have all four seasons, which is kind of fucking cool. So that's more like, uh, they'll have different events based on what season, so winter, summer, autumn, fall, the, the environment will change. It will be the same for everyone. So it looks like they're kind of dropping that whole Drivatar thing that they were doing, which were like avatars based on your previous Forza driving habits. Um, it will be 60 FPS on, on Xbox One, which is pretty fucking cool. High frame rate means these games will look amazing and beautiful like they always have. Uh, it's coming out in October, so that's going to be cool. And uh, I'm excited. Forza Horizon 3 is probably the best hands-down arcade racer ever created like i don't know how they're going to top it hopefully forza horizon 4 isn't a dip um some uh microsoft bought a couple independent studios opened a new one that's really cool the surprising one of course was ninja theory which um which is pretty crazy they bought 
Playground Games, which was expected because they make Forza Horizon, and there's rumors make saying that they're going to make a new fa- Fable game. They also created a new studio in, in Santa Monica. Got some new stuff on the Division 2, which I'm really stoked for. The Division 1 had a lot of potential. I played that for a while with some friends. This one's going to be in, the, in D.C. in the summertime, so that's cool. Uh, more trailers for Shadow the Tomb Raider. Loved the first two in this new reboot trilogy. Amazing games. Uh, unfortunately, this one is not being made by Crystal Dynamics. So hopefully it can kind of capture the same as the first two. It's going to be in South America. Looks really cool. We did get an announcement for a skate skateboarding game. Unfortunately, it was not Skate 2. Uh, excuse me, Skate 4, but a, um, an indie game called Session. That pissed a lot of people off I was seeing on the internet. Just be happy you're getting a new skateboarding game that doesn't look like it sucks, like the last Tony Hawk game, which was a complete joke. Devil May Cry 5 was announced. Um, I know they'd done a reboot of, a few years back, so that was interesting that, that they're going to go back to the original Dante, things like that. Completely unexpected was a was an announcement for DLC for Cuphead. That game was delayed for quite a few years after Microsoft said, hey, we're going to give the studio money. Why don't you guys make it bigger, better, add some platforming levels? So that's going to be fucking cool because it's all... it's it's. If you haven't played Cuphead, go fucking watch it now because that game is beautiful. It's all hand-drawn, cel-shaded, like old cartoons from back in like the 30s and 40s, and they turned it into a video game, which happens to be punishingly hard. Like that game is impossible. Even when I play with a friend, like it's, it, it, it is so goddamn hard. It's people compare it to Dark Souls because of how hard it is. And again, go fucking watch this game if you've never seen it before because it's fucking beautiful. It's called Cuphead. You need to see it now. Like, go do it. Put me on pause, go watch Cuphead, and then come back. And you'll see what I'm fucking talking about. Another game that looks fucking nuts is called Jump Force from Bandai Namco. And it's a massive anime crossover fighting game is what they're calling it. First off, it's got Naruto, it's got Goku, and uh, Frieza as well. Uh, One Piece, and then they showed uh, the guy from Death Note. And then who knows what else could be in this game from the company that they're getting all the anime characters from. Uh, they said Yu-Gi-Oh! might be in it. Or if it, that's a, a Wish character. I saw Kotaku was writing about that and, and IGN. Like, that game looks fucking nuts, so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Dying Light 2 was announced. A uh, big zombie game. Uh, a new Battletoads. Totally unexpected. Um, that's a, a thing they own, a, a property they own from when they purchased Rare. I don't think a new Battletoads game has been made in like 20 years. Just Cause 4 was officially announced. I, I have talked about before how much I loved Just Cause 3, even though it was com- somewhat of a broken game. So let's hope they pull some off some crazy good stuff with Just Cause 4. Hopefully they don't release it broken. And it looks insane. So, hey, that's what Just Cause 4 is. And that comes out this year, so that's interesting. Another unexpected announcement was Gears of War 5, which happens to be coming out next year. This game looks beautiful, by the way. Like, the trailer showed off actual gameplay and and, and kind of cutscenes, but, like, this game looks amazing. Almost makes me interested in a Gears game, but it's just beautiful. 
the rendering, things like that. Some other kind of weird announcements, like a Funko Pop Gears game, XCOM-style strategy game, which is interesting. They are working on the next Xbox. Hopefully it won't come out till 2020, like some of the rumors, to give this generation time to, to shine and grow. I, I think we need to move away from the old five-year generations from like back in the past. Um, and I think 360 and PS3 kind of benefited from the, the 2008 downturn in the, the economy because they were able to last a lot longer and they were able to get their full potential out of the games and the, and the graphics capabilities of those machines. Um, and then the, we got some other announcements about uh, Game Pass getting some really good games, some expansions, a new map for PUBG. And then the, the, as Phil Spencer was kind of ending the show... Looked like it was kind of getting hacked and and the feed cut out to reveal Cyberpunk 2077, which is coming from CD Projekt Red, the makers of The Witcher. And this game, granted it was just a trailer, we didn't get a release date or anything like this, uh, but that game looks looks awesome too. The, the world they built just from that trailer it has me fucking hooked. I don't know when it's coming out, I don't know what's going on, but damn. That game looks awesome, can't wait to play it, it's got like a kind of a granted it's cyberpunk so you know what you're getting into but it's also got a a blade runner 2049 and original blade runner vibe some ready player one vibes coming off it as well but yeah that was that was the xbox conference which i felt was probably one of their best conferences in years and probably one of the best this weekend on sunday night we got bethesda's conference Rage 2 showed off some more gameplay. That game has me really excited, really interesting. Kind of got a Mad Max type vibe from it, so we'll we'll see more. Um, not totally hooked on it yet, but I do want to see more. I was right in them announcing a new Doom game, uh, a sequel to the 2016 Doom reboot, which was probably one of the best first-person shooters in a long time. Uh, Doom has always been really fun, has always been really crazy over the top with music and the speed and things like that. Uh, Doom Eternal was announced. Um, they said they're going to show more in QuakeCon at QuakeCon in August, so that will be exciting. Can't wait for that. It was just a cinematic trailer, so I, I can't really speak much to that. They announced some DLC for the Prey reboot. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I played the original Prey back on 360. That game was really cool. Unfortunately, the sequel for that never came to fruition. It was in development hell forever. When the new Prey came out earlier this year, it didn't really get me hyped or anything like that. So I, I know a lot of people like that. That's interesting that they have a new DLC that's kind of infinitely replayable, as they're calling it. A new Wolfenstein was, was announced, which blew my fucking mind. And it's going to be set in the 80s, which is weird because, you know... I don't know how the Nazis are still around. If you've played the reboot Wolfenstein series, it doesn't make sense that they're still fighting Nazis again. Um, it's going to be the daughters of B.J. Blaskowitz, the main character from the, the other two games. And it's going to be co-op, which is fucking cool, because that's a first for the new Wolfensteins. So those games are awesome, too. The, uh, the remakes of the id software games have been amazing doom and in uh, wolfenstein so that's cool uh todd howard came out who's probably the coolest fucking guy in the video game industry dude loves to just fuck around and have fun showed off more fallout 76 looks like you get to play around with nukes which is hilarious 
he played into the joke that there's a Skyrim for everything, and they announced a new Skyrim for Amazon Alexa, which is pretty fucking funny. Uh, surprisingly, we're getting a full-on Elder Scrolls game for mobile devices, which is nuts. And they finally announced their new, their new trailer for the new IP that they're calling Starfield. Todd Howard called it a next gen. Hopefully, that means it's. Um, he was confused and meant this gen and not really the next one because that would suck if it it's still a ways out. The trailer didn't really show off anything other than space, so I don't know what to say to that. And then they announced Elder Scrolls Six is in development. So, I mean, again, that that was expected. So I'm sure people are stoked. I tried Oblivion, Skyrim, cool. I, I don't know. I'm not big on. I'm not big on fantasy games like that, except like the Lord of the Rings, like Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War, mainly because I think those are. Those are Middle Earth games, which I, I'm really into Lord of the Rings. So maybe that's why I liked those more than anything. But yeah, I mean, that kind of wraps it up for Bethesda, which I thought had probably the second best show of the, of, of the weekend. And I don't even play that many of their games. I was just more stoked on the new Doom, the new Wolfenstein, and how Todd Howard just degaffs and loves to have fun, you know? So that that wasn't really interesting. Uh, Square Enix was on Monday morning with like a half hour direct, kind of like how Nintendo does it, but it really failed to do anything. I guess it was just a failure. There was nothing announced for the the Final Fantasy VII remake. Nothing on the announcement of that Avengers game they said they were working on. And then they just kind of replayed trailers from Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Just Cause 4... And some other things that were shown off at Microsoft the day before. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, half the stuff they showed was shown the day before. They announced a couple games that... I mean, they just showed cinematics, so we don't really know anything about. And I don't know. I I guess... They just kind of didn't really do anything. It was kind of like... You know, they hyped that they were going to do this, which was their first one since 2015. And then they just kind of showed off stuff from their previous, from the Microsoft conference and stuff we already knew about. So, whatever. I guess that's a joke. Um, my favorite conference, though, was Ubisoft. They showed off a lot of fucking cool stuff. And... Yes, I'm. Uh, I know Xbox was probably up there, but Ubisoft was just better because it started with this over-the-top dance number for a new Just Dance game, which somehow is coming out for the Wii, even though it's 2018. I I, I don't know. They showed off gameplay for Beyond Good and Evil 2 and an awesome new cinematic. That game, when they showed the trailer last year for it, I'm like, what is this? What's Beyond Good and Evil? Like, I remember hearing about the original game, but, like, this game, like, holy shit, this game looks amazing. And the cinematics are over-the-top, beautiful, look real. And this game just looks awesome. I like how they're letting the community make music and art and things like that. And uh, I really can't wait for this game. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to be out for a while. But shit. And, and they're pre-alpha footage looked amazing that's pre-alpha 
Like, they barely started working, and the game already looks amazing. Hopefully it turns out to live up to all this hype. A new Trials game was announced, which is pretty cool. I mean, I've been playing Trials on computers since it was a Flash game on, like, E-Bombs World back in the day. Um, more stuff on Division 2. It will all be will get raids, and all the DLC will be free, which is awesome. And then Ubisoft continues their work with Nintendo by announcing an expansion for Mario plus Rabbids, and it's all Donkey Kong DLC. And then this game, I'm kind of surprised it's still coming out. It's called Starlink, which is like a toys-to-life type game where you can build like a spaceship and it's connected to your controller. But it's getting Star Fox expansion, so that's cool. But again, I, I don't know why a toys-to-life game is coming out in 2018 because that genre is kind of dead. Skylanders is chugging along. Nintendo does okay with Amiibo. I think more people buy those just for having the figures more than anything. Uh, we got some gameplay for Skull and Bones, the awesome fucking pirate game, which Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is Assassin's Creed 4, never really sat right with me as an Assassin's Creed game, but it was an awesome pirate game. And luckily, Skull and Bones kind of takes all of the sailing and fucking shit up as a pirate and sailing around and blowing shit up with cannons and turns that into a full-on game and expands on that whole idea. Ship combat as a fucking pirate captain sailing around on a galleon and shit. Sign me the fuck up now. Like, I was pissed that this game got delayed to 2019. You have Sea of Thieves, which, whatever, didn't do anything for me. But this game... This game looks amazing, okay? Again, here's another trailer I urge you to go watch. It's called Skull and Bones, Ubisoft. Like, this game looks great. Uh, you can team up with other pirate ships to help take down, like, enemies and then turn on them right away. Like, that's that's real pirating right there. Uh, they announced some new game with Elijah Wood. Uh, it's VR. VR kind of makes me sick, so... And it's supposed to be scary. I don't know. That doesn't really do anything for me. Um, they announced some add-ons for For Honor. That game, to me, had a lot of potential. I know it's very popular with people. I tried playing it. Unfortunately, it couldn't keep my interest. It wasn't something that... I don't know. It just... It was half a game when it first came out. I know they've added a lot and fixed it. But it just... By that time, it was too late for me. The biggest news, though was we got a, a trailer, a cinematic trailer and story trailer and gameplay for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which looks, this is what's, this is why the Ubisoft con conference was number one for me, because you get to play as a fucking Spartan, you go get to go around and wreck shit as a mercenary during the Peloponnesian Wars, I'm not saying that right, anyway, you get to dress up as a Spartan, you get that fucking cool helmet with the, the horse hair or whatever sticking up, and apparently you're the grandson of Leonidas, the king of Sparta, and you get his spear, which looks like a, a piece of Eden, if you know Assassin's Creed lore, and holy shit, this game looks amazing. I, you know, I thought they were going to be taking a year, every other year off like they did with Origins, but I guess it's a different studio. This game looks crisp and clean and beautiful. And, you know, I'm stoked to play in the ancient Greece era because that's great. And it looks like they're turning Assassin's Creed into 
more of just a like fuck around in history and kind of interact with real people and do shit, which is I'm okay with. Like, I don't need to be assassinating people all the time. If it's a beautiful game based in reality and shows off awesome places around the world and history, I- I'm all in. I-, I don't really need to uh, assassinate people or things like that. Like, if I just get to fuck around as a Spartan, I'm cool. Like, Rise, that came out, of, uh, that was an Xbox One launch game where you got to be a Roman general. Spartan in Greek armor, I'm in. I, I don't even need to be told anything else. If I just get to wear that awesome armor with those, that cool fucking horsehair feather shit, I'm sold. Sold. So that's sick. So yeah, Ubisoft. Like I said, probably the best conference of the weekend. Some great announcements, some great games shown off. Cool. Then we had that weird Sony conference last uh, Monday night. I don't, it was weird because they started off showing Last of Us 2 trailer and then they kind of cut to like people talking at a desk for half an hour and it was really confusing. We know, we know that Sony was only going to talk about their four major games. They, They said that last week. And from what I've read online from different people that were there, it was like everyone was confused and it just kind of came off weird and wasn't really a press conference as a, more of a showcase. And I, I, I don't I don't know. It just came off odd. It, it even struck me as weird when I was watching and I was like, did, did the press conference end? Did I miss it? Because I was a few minutes late. Last of Us 2, cool. I'm not a big zombie guy. Whereas, uh, we got some gameplay from the new game Ghost of Tsushima. And like I said earlier about Microsoft, like, you give me a samurai game, I'm in. However, with this game, I still need to see a little bit more. Because they showed off a lot of Sekiro. I mean, they, they didn't, but they showed enough. Whereas, Ghost of Tsushima, which is uh, Sony's big, one of their big first uh, first party exclusives... They showed what they came out and said was a side mission uh, in news later. But, uh, like I said, I I need to see more. Because it it looked... Don't get me wrong. It looks really interesting. I'm really stoked about another Samurai game. Two two announced in the same week, which is rare. But, again, I need to see more um, before I pull the trigger on this one. Uh, Beautiful trailer, though. The game looks, looks amazing. Surprisingly, there was a Remedy announcement at uh, at Sony's conference for a game called Control. I thought I thought it was a new Quantum Break game, which wouldn't would be weird because I'm pretty sure Microsoft owns the IP for Quantum Break. But uh, the game looks awesome, uh, very intriguing. It looks like this woman has powers to control gravity or something. It, it's got my interest, but again, it's a quick tease. All we know is that it's called Control. It's from Remedy. They made Max Payne, Alan Wake, Quantum Break. Great history. So, hey, this game has a lot of potential. We'll see. I'm, I'm hoping for more soon. Resident Evil 2 got a remaster, which, cool, I guess. Like I said, uh, zombies, I don't know. Like, that, that didn't really get any hype from me. I don't know. I, I hate to be such a downer, but... I'm not going to talk about or or go on about things I don't care about. 
Kingdom Hearts 3, another trailer, and it showed off Pirates of the Caribbean World, which, oh my god, I'm, I'm surprised that's coming back. And it looks so crisp and clean. And it, Kingdom Hearts has always been the more cartoony stuff from Disney, and it's always been weird when they bring in, like, real movies and stuff. Pirates of the Caribbean was a welcome addition to the second game, and I'm, I'm happy they're bringing it back with ship combat. A lot of pirate ship stuff coming on in games soon, right? That's that's interesting. Pirates and, and uh, ninjas and samurai are making a big comeback, I guess, in 2018, 2019. So, Kingdom Hearts 3, again, can't fucking wait for. A new trailer for the new Death, uh, for Kojima's game, Death Stranding. Hideo Kojima is the modern equivalent of Mo- Mozart. So what Mozart did for music, Hideo Kojima is doing for video games. I still don't know what the hell this game's about. I still don't know how he comes up with this shit. But, like, I- I'm all in. I still don't understand what this, how this game is supposed to work. There's a baby inside of a man. There's these creatures that walk around and that are invisible, and like can suck you up into like the ground. And Norman Reedus, I I don't know. Like one day I would I I, I just to be able to be on a fly on a wall watching Hideo Kojima work or pitch games would just be like the best thing ever. Or just to be able to like see into his mind and and understand how he comes up with this shit. The dude must be on drugs or something. In a good way. I'm not saying that's a knock because he comes up with the, the coolest, weirdest shit. And then we got more uh more looks at Spider Man, which damn like, I was stoked on that game when they announced it last year. And it's coming from Insomniac, who, like, are amazing people when it comes to creating open-world games that are easy to traverse in. And the gameplay for Spider-Man looks awesome. And it looks like they're bringing in the Sinister Six on top of Mr. Negative, who's going to be the main villain. But uh, this game is going to shape up to be probably one of the best of the year. Probably, probably going to end up being one of my favorite games until Red Dead comes out. But yeah, no, Spider-Man looks awesome. Definitely check that out if you like superheroes. This game's going to be a a worthy successor to fill the gap left by no Arkham games. And um, so we got some new announcements for Destiny Year 2 called The Forsaken. And uh, you know what I'm really fucking pissed about is they're killing off Cade 6, who's probably the best fucking character in all of Destiny played by Nathan Fillion, and they're killing him off. I know he's a fan favorite, but, like, how can you do that? How can you fucking do that, Bungie? That's some bullshit right there. Whatever, man. Whatever. Maybe I won't get year two, because of how pissed I was with Destiny to begin with. Jerks. Uh, and then and then we're getting a, a game called Trover Saves the Universe from Rick and Morty's Justin Roiland, and it looks like it takes place in... in uh, in like a Rick and Morty off verse, because there's hot our uh, bathtub guy, <laughs> so I'm fucking stoked to that game. That game's coming to PS4, so that would be cool. And then uh, Nintendo was the last one. Fortnite's coming, cool. Um, they didn't show off anything for Pokemon. They didn't show off anything for the new Metroid, uh, new Mario Party, whatever. 
I guess they're having another direct in August, so maybe they'll show off more. The biggest fucking news to come out of that, though, is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which will have every single character from every single Super Smash Brothers. So we're talking 65 fucking characters here, okay? 65 characters in a fighting game in Super Smash Bros. Like, excuse me, what? 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 Now I really want to buy a fucking Switch, just for that. And for Pokemon Let's Go, and for the Pokemon game coming next year, and to play Super Mario and Zelda, yeah, yeah, but like, 65 characters, and it's Super Smash Bros, probably one of the coolest games ever, and it's going to come with GameCube controller support. Nintendo's really caring about the fans there, because a lot of pros, if you're not aware, when they play Super Smash Bros professionally, or on tour, they're playing with a GameCube controller. So props to Nintendo for that. So Nintendo's probably the third best. Sony kind of dropped the ball. Square Enix, I, I don't know. So I was wrong on a couple predictions. Um, and uh, kind of acknowledged that. I thought Titanfall 3 was going to get announced. And sadly, I was wrong on that. And... Um, Thought some other things were going to get announced that weren't. So that's too bad. No Splinter Cell. Which is very unfortunate. Hey, Gamescom is in August though in Germany. So we'll see. That Fable game wasn't announced. And uh, But let's talk about the no-shows real quick. No Red Dead at all. Kind of shocking. I mentioned Square Enix didn't show off their Avengers game that they've been working on at all. Like... How can you announce something the year before and then not say anything the year after? Like, I get that's all part of marketing and hype things and stuff like that, but it was really fucking weird. But yeah, so if, if I had to rank all the press conferences, I would definitely do Ubisoft, Xbox, Nintendo, Bethesda, Sony, and then Square Enix. And then EA can go rotten hell. But, uh, no, that... E3 this year was great. And the, the games coming... The games coming this upcoming year between now and, and next year that were announced so far, like, wow, can't fucking wait. 2018 and 2019 is gonna be an awesome year for games. And, um, I, I kinda went overboard and went and pre-ordered a whole bunch of things. So let's, let's see what I pre-ordered after E3 here. That I didn't already have. Um, Forza Horizon 4. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Kingdom Hearts. I upgraded to the Deluxe Edition on that. I pre-ordered Anthem. Pre-ordered Dead or Alive 6. And Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. But, uh, you know, I still need to see some more from some of these games that were shown off. And, and um... Oh, another thing that, uh, before I forget, something that was a no-show that was kind of rumored was a new Xbox Elite controller. And I'm kind of surprised they didn't talk about that. Maybe it's not ready, I don't know. But the fact that it was rumored and nothing came out of that is kind of surprising to me. Um, the Ele Xbox Elite controller is probably the best thing money can buy when it comes to gaming. Comparable controllers from other companies are in the 250 to 300 range um, in terms of semi-customizable controllers and um yeah it was a little upsetting we didn't get more on that i wish there was more on halo it's it's a shame that i had to read about it on a 
on their website. Um, but again, Gamescom is in August, so we'll, we'll still get a lot more announcements there. And um, hey, the, the year's still not over. There's plenty of time to make news and announcements for other things. So, so we'll see what's coming in the coming months. But yeah, again, E3 was great this year, and, and um, I was happy to talk about it, talk about some of the things I was stoked on, some of the things I didn't do anything for me. Uh, next week's going to be a big movie-focused episode. Um, again, it's summertime, so TV's kind of lacking. Uh, I did see Ocean's 8 this weekend, so I'll give my review for that. I'm going to go try and see Incredibles or Tag this weekend, too, so I can talk about it on next next week's episode. But yeah, a lot of, a lot more a lot more focus on movies next week. So we'll we'll break down kind of the stuff I didn't get to talk about this week. Um, obviously, more news is, can happen. It's still early in the week. But yeah, um, again, Nick's nerd news. Like, subscribe, and rate me. I am on Google Play now. I am on iTunes. I still haven't heard word yet word yet on Spotify. I will update all of you as soon as that goes live. Follow me on Twitter, Nick's Nerd News, on Instagram, nicks.nerd.news. But again, like, subscribe, rate me. Come on, guys. I want I want your feedback. I want to know how you feel, how I'm doing. Uh, you know, thank you for your support, your support and listening. Go be you. Fuck the haters, right? Fuck them. But thanks for listening. Have a good night. I'll see you guys next week.